السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أما بعد فقد قال الله سبحانه وتعالى في القرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد عوض بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لقد جاءكم رسول من أنفسكم عزيز عليه ما عنتم حريص عليكم المؤمنين رؤوف الرحيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم الكيس من دان نفسه وعمل لما بعد الموت والعاجز من أتبع نفسه وهواها وتمنى على الله وكما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الله مولانا العظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الكريم ونحن على ذلك من الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Most honorable ulama ikram, beloved brothers and elders, all praises belong to Allah tabarak wa ta'ala our creator, our sustainer, our cherisher, our nourisher peace and salutations be upon our noble master Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam without a shadow of doubt the greatest human being that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ever created is none other than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And every aspect of the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, there is great lesson for us. We find that as we approach the month of Ramadan, which is on our doorstep, we make dua as we learn in the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allahumma sallimna li Ramadan. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us in good health. Let Allah keep us all well, hail and healthy for the month of Ramadan. Lana. And Allah make the month of Ramadan good for us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept our ibadah, whatever good we will do in the month of Ramadan. We make dua that Allah accept it. We find from the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, was Rasulullah sallallahu taught us a great lesson with regards to the month of Ramadan. If you just take a simple dua that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa would make from the month of Rajab, Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Sha'ban wa balighna Ramadan. Nabi Sallallahu would make this dua that Allah give us barakah, bless us in the month of Rajab, bless us in the month of Sha'ban, and let us reach the month of Ramadan. So there's some important things and lessons that we can take from this dua of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam that actually Rasulullah Sallallahu is teaching us that when any great event is about to dawn upon you, then it's important and imperative that you have a proper planning. Like they say, proper prior planning prevents a poor pathetic performance. So Rasulullah is teaching us that prepare well in advance for this month of Ramadan. Now imagine from the month of Rajab, there was a preparation from the side of Rasulullah wasallam that this month of Ramadan is coming. There was a mindset. There were not only this dua as a dua that recited just after the khutbah as well. So Nabi Sallallahu was preparing the mind of the Sahaba Ikram, preparing all of our minds that this great month is to dawn upon you. And we know over and over we have heard it and we continue hearing it, the many many great blessings that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala has kept in the month of Ramadan. By virtue of example, a person does a fard deed, it's multiplied by 70. A person does a good, it's multiplied. Whatever good and little we do in the month of Ramadan, it's always multiplied. It's a month which is good in every regard. So Rasulullah was explaining to us from these du'as that we should never be at a loss. It should never be that the month of Ramadan comes to us 
and we find ourselves at a great loss that before we know it the month is over. So I just want to take it in, in two angles very, very quickly and that will be my message for today that the first give me the tawfiq to follow it and all of us. Two important aspects with regards to our approach for the month of Ramadan. The first is that in any good that we want to do or a person wants to do, the greatest barrier more often than not is procrastination. And a person thinks to himself, okay, I'll do it today, I'll do it tomorrow. Now, by virtue of example, many times people ask the question, that Marana my khatam, when should I start it? The day before Ramadan or when the moon, just start reciting the Qur'an. We got no guarantee. If it's today, you don't know if you'll see the Salat of Asr. If you have any thought of good that comes to your mind, don't delay for a second also. This is the beautiful teaching of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. سَارِعُوا إِلَىٰ مَغْفِرَةٍ مِّن رَبِّكُمْ وَجَنَّةٍ عَرْضُهَا السَّمَاوَاتُ وَالْأَرْضِ Another says, that hasten, hasten towards good. So anytime the thought of good comes to the heart or the mind, don't delay. There's no need to think. Because as we say, the greatest uh, barrier that would come between us and doing good is procrastination. And we find it happens like this in the month of Ramadan. Prince says, okay, I'll start now. The first day I'll just get into the groove and then he'll hold on and I'll say, okay, the next week. That before you know it, the month of Ramadan is over. There's an incident we learn from the life of Rasulullah sallallahu And the scholars have deduced this uh, great lesson for us with regards to procrastination. There was the Banu Abs tribe. Now two examples. One is the example of the people of Banu Abs and the example of the people of Medina Munawara. And everyone, every Muslim, every believer, his heart is in Medina Munawara. We just mentioned the word Medina and Alhamdulillah all of our hearts light up. This is the special connection that Allah Ta'ala has created with us and Medina Munawara. But who are the people of Medina Munawara? What was their special attributes and their special qualities? So there was this tribe of Banu Abs. And I'll give you the example of Banu Abs and the people of Medina Munawara. Rasulullah Sallallahu it was his way that he would go in the season of Hajj and he would invite the different tribes and he would invite the people towards Islam. So he comes to this particular tribe and there was a young person. Rasulullah Sallallahu invites him. He starts reciting the Qur'an and this person is taken away. This is the effect of Qur'an. Recite the Qur'an. This is the month as we are approaching the month of Qur'an. May Allah make us people of Qur'an. Rasulullah used to make dua that, O oh Allah, Allahumma rzuqani tilawatahu ana al-layl wa ana al-nahar. Allah, you give me the ability, give me the, this word rizq. Rizq is not only money. Rizq has to do with many different things in our life. Even the ability to recite Qur'an is part of our rizq. Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam used to make this dua that, Oh Allah, let me be an ardent reciter of the Qur'an by day and an ardent reciter of the Qur'an by night. So Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam recites the Qur'an to this young person and his heart is moved, he's mesmerized. He hasn't heard anything like this before in his life. And can you just imagine for a moment, just try and picture the moment, you're listening to Qur'an from the tongue of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Subhanallah, Imam Sahib Mufti Muhammad Sahib, when he recites, so beautiful, can you imagine when Rasulullah will recite, will Allah make us all who will listen to Qur'an from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Jannah insha'Allah. So he recites the Qur'an and Nabi Sallallahu is moved. Nabi Sallallahu uh, Nabi recites the Qur'an to him and he's moved, he's taken aback. And he is very interested in the deen of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And then he gives an invitation to his people, he very long and short of it, he goes to his people and he says to them, listen, that I've heard what the message of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, 
And I think that we shouldn't delay in this matter. I think we should be the first people to accept this person's message because I can see from his message that this message is going to be prevalent in the whole of the Arabian Peninsula and this message of his, of his is going to go very far and very wide. But the elders in his community, the people are not interested. And eventually he comes to Rasulullah with a very heavy heart and he says, look, I'm very interested but unfortunately this is the case. So when they on en route and they're now leaving Makkah, Mukarramah and they're going back to their area, he says to them again, listen, yeah, there are scholars here, let's go to the scholars in Fidak, it was one of the areas there, and there's Jewish scholars there, let's approach them and let's ask them regarding the matter. So they go to the Jewish scholars, and they describe who they met and what was his message, and the scholars, these were real true Jewish scholars at the time. So they said to these people, listen, if the description of the person is as follows, and they recited a few verses from the Torah, etc., and in the Torah it was made clear mention of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam describing his facial features, describing different aspects of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the scholars say to these people that if this is the person that you have met and the message that he has given to you, then our advice to you is go back to him and listen to him and take his message. Because we also will reach, his message will also reach us as well. But because of our pride and because of our ego, we won't be ready to accept his message. And he said that it's going to be, this, the scholars explained to them, it's going to be a situation where that even his own people are going to turn against him, etc. So they were, giving the, they were given this mashara, they were given this uh, view from the scholars as well, that go back and accept. So they said to themselves, now what we'll do, we will go next year, we'll go next year, we won't go now. When we go back to Makkah, then we will meet him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and then we will accept his message. It so happens that the next year, they are now, there is a, from the side of the people and the leaders, they are not allowed to travel. The leader says nobody is allowed to leave the area, and they were unable to go to Makkah, Mukarramah. So it so happens that years pass, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam leaves Makkah, Mukarramah, he makes hijrat, he comes to Medina, Munawwara, and Eventually in the time of Fatih Makkah, this young person now, he meets with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he addresses Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He says, O Nabi of Allah, do you remember me? Do you know who I am? Actually this was not Fatih Makkah, sorry. At the time of the Hajj of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he meets with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And now he expresses and he says to Rasulullah, do you remember me? Do you know who I am? So Nabi says, yes, I remember you very, very clearly. You and such youngster. And this was the day I came and I gave you the message and you were ready to accept. But unfortunately your people were not ready to accept. So he says to Rasulullah that I have accepted the shahada, but I have a question. Everyone who was with me on that occasion have all passed away. What is the condition of those people? So Rasulullah comforted him, but Nabi explained to him, he said, that listen, whoever passes away in a condition that they did not recite the shahada, that they had no iman on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Unfortunately, the abode is going to be the fire of Jahannam. So from there, the scholars deduce and they say that it was procrastination that was the cause of these people. That they had the opportunity, everything was there in front of them. And we hear from ulama also, they say that procrastination is such a thing in terms of our spiritual growth and our spiritual development that many a times a person wants to do good and then he procrastinates. And he becomes lazy and he just doesn't go forward and you know go and do what he needs to do. 
And then it so happens like we see in this incident, that Allah Ta'ala puts certain impediments there now, that when He wants to do it, it becomes difficult for Him. Now let's take the other side of the coin, as I said, just a bit of a comparison. When there's no delay and there's a hasten towards good, and there's a thirst to want to do good. Here you had five youngsters from Medina Munawwara. They heard around the same time, they heard the message of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, And immediately these five youngsters, when they heard the Qur'an being recited to them, they put forward the invitation to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa When they said, listen, we are ready to accept and we want you to come with us to Medina Munawwara. We will give you a home, we will give you protection. And Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi explained to them that, and Nabi basically, he, he put it forward to them that Nabi Sallallahu would have to wait, and he can't just accept. And then the next year, they brought 12 people, and again they put it forward. And then eventually Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala gives Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi permission, and Nabi Ali Sallallahu Alaihi migrates from Makkah Mukarramah to Medina Munawwara. And we all know the manner in which the Ansar of Medina Munawwara, how they received Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. That in history you won't get a community like the community of Medina Munawwara. That whatever they had unconditionally, and Allah Ta'ala speaks about this in the Quran as well. Allah Ta'ala speaks about the beauty of the qualities of the people of Ansar. That they were so ready to help and so ready to assist their fellow Muslim brothers. That to this extent, that when Rasulullah SAW would do a distribution, and if perchance, due to certain factors, whatever it may have been, if the muhajirin had to receive more than the ansaris, this would make them happy, this would please them. They would become more happy at others receiving than the fact that they did that day. You know, for their receiving, it would please them more than other Muslims would receive. So, this was the difference, and this is the lesson that we learned from them. Sari'u ila maghfiratin. That when the opportunity came, they never delayed, they hastened, they put themselves forward. And the result is what? That when the conquest of Makkah took place, the result of this was, when the conquest of Makkah took place, and the books of history make mention of this, when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa obviously, naturally, the people, the muhajirin are now back in Makkah, Mukarramah, there's this jubilation, there's this elation, there's this happiness, this is the land where they were born. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa notices that there's a bit of sadness and dejection on the faces of the Ansar. So Rasulullah goes to them, he approaches them, he says, Oh my Ansar, I notice that there's a bit of sadness, what's the problem, what's the matter? So they say to the Rasul of Allah wasallam that we have one concern and one concern only. That is, that now that Makkah is conquered, are you now going to leave Medina and come back and stay here in Makkah Mukarramah? That is our only worry and our only fear. Nabi some comforts them and he says to them, that don't worry, O Ansar, I will live and I will die with the Ansar. Wherever the Ansar will be, that is where I will be. One more incident regarding them and then we will terminate and that is another lesson that we take. That when there's the opportunity for good, we should hasten towards it and we have to be very, very intelligent about it. The Ansar of Medina Munawwara come. And they had this intention, they had this hope that they needed an irrigation system. They needed an irrigation system. So they decided among themselves that let us go to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Let's put forth our case and say to Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, look, in Medina Munawwara now, in our area where we are staying, we require an irrigation system. And can you 
make the necessary arrangements, etc. So as they're approaching Rasulullah, if you can just try and picture this scene, you can just try and be in the moment. They approaching Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and the narration says Nabi Sassim stands up and he welcomes the Ansar. Marhaban bil Ansar, Marhaban bil Ansar, welcome O my Ansar, welcome O my Ansar. And then Nabi Sassim makes a statement and he says that today whatever the Ansar are going to ask for, whatever they request is, I'm going to grant it to them. And I'm going to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah must accept the request of the Ansar. The leader of the Ansar stops them in their tracks. He says, hold on, hold on, stop. Listen to the offer from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And we're going to ask for an irrigation system. This is why the scholars tell us that the Ansar of Medina, the companions of Rasulullah in general, they were extremely intelligent people. And if we will mold our lives upon their way, we will also benefit. They say that such a, you know, such an offer from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi that whatever we ask is going to give it. And he's going to ask Allah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala must accept and Allah is going to make dua to Allah as well. How can we ask for an irrigation system? They go to Rasulullah and they say, They don't want to be of Allah. Our request today is that you make dua that Allah forgives us. Rasulullah lifts his hands. Allahumma khfillil ansar. Wali abnail ansar. Wali abnai abnai ansar. Wali jiranil ansar. That Allah forgive the ansar of Marina Munawara. Forgive the children of the ansar. Forgive the grandchildren of the ansar. Forgive the neighbors of the ansar. So this was the intelligence of the people of Medina Munawara. That when there was the opportunity to do good, they never held back. They were those who were in the forefront. So in a nutshell, very short message for today. In, in, as part of our preparation for the month of Ramadan, let's not procrastinate. The moment there's an opportunity to do good, start it now. We don't have to wait for the month of Ramadan. If the thought is there that you want to start reciting the Quran, start today. And build on whatever you do. You may start with a half a page and then a page and then. But use this month of Ramadan, all of us, to become Ahlul Quran. To become acquainted with the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Really, there's no sweetness greater than reciting the kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, the great giant, who was known as Babul Ilm, the door of knowledge. You can imagine when such a great person makes a statement, what is the impact of his statement? He used to say so beautifully that when I wish to speak to Allah, then I perform salah. When I wish to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, I perform salah. And when I wish for Allah to speak to me, I recite the Quran. When I wish for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to speak to me, then I recite the Quran. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make this month of Ramadan a month which is fruitful for all of us. And brothers, really, let's turn to Allah in dua especially for our Muslim brothers and sisters in Palestine, in Gaza, in the different parts of the world, wherever they may be. Every day let's take a moment to remember every Muslim. This is the uniqueness of our ummah, that we are not self-centered people. We are not people who worry only about ourselves. We are people who are constantly concerned of one another. This is the hallmark and this is the unique uh, feature of the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So beautifully did Rasulullah sallallahu explain to us, who is an ummati and what is an ummati? He said, Al-mu'minu ka jasadin wahid. The Muslim ummah is like one body. When there's pain in the eye, it causes pain to the entire body. There's discomfort to the entire body. 
and there's pain in the head, there's discomfort to the entire body. So this is the beautiful example that Rasulullah has given us with regards to how we function as an ummah. May Allah ta'ala alleviate all the difficulties in the whole world, wherever the Muslims may be. And may Allah wa ta'ala return aqsa to us, aqsa al-mubarak. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.